ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It is 6 o'clock, and we are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. we got a great show for you. Two hours we'll head up, talk about the U.S. Open at Shinnecock. Tony Austin, host of Fairways and Greens, co-host of Fairways and Greens here on ESPN 580, will join us coming up at 7 o'clock. Jim Flanagan will join us at 6.45. All kinds of stuff for us to get here on the show. Uh, fill in the blank for me. Our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night, if you will, fill in the blank for me. North America hosting... The World Cup in 2026 will mean blank for soccer in the United States. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for the sport of soccer in the United States. Is it going to mean everything for the sport of soccer? Is it going to grow the sport to one of the most popular sports in the United States? Will it mean nothing? Scott Inez doesn't feel like it really means that much for football here in the United States. Go ahead and fill in the blank. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for the sport of soccer in the U.S. 844-225-5580. Text 21232. Of course, the World Cup coming to North America in 2026. I'm sure that's one of the trending stories. Let's get to all of them. The Yingling Six Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold. And your topic's hot. It's the Yingling Six Pack. The six most talked about stories today. On Live, Local, and Loud. One. That is correct. I'm Jerry Daniels joining you tonight on the traffic-free airwaves of Central Florida on Live Local and Loud's Top 6 at 6. The six-pack kicks off tonight with the Summer of LeBron, which now includes, apparently, the Washington Wizards and the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll break this down for you later tonight on our Summer of LeBron exclusive here on ESPN 580. I know uh, Nick always loves to get a little bit in with the Summer of LeBron. I love the Summer of LeBron. <laughs> I do. This is always interesting. New Orleans. Wizards hey. showed up today, too. Did you uh, see that? Come on. Come on. It looks good. He's I've not, got some meat and potatoes to he's it. He's not going to go live in Washington, D.C., the same town as Donald Trump for two years. Come on. Come on, people. That would be fun. That team. So that would be. So you would add LeBron. I've so got it be right here. LeBron. Yeah. Beal. Yeah. Porter Jr., yep. John Wall. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't see it. Gortat would be your center. I don't see that. I don't think that makes I any love sense. Martian Gortat. You put LeBron on that team, they have to give up one of them. You can't fit all of those guys. And then, and then I've got it right here on how to make him a Pelican. How to make and him I a Pelican. I gave it to Scott Inez on his way out the door. And usually, you know Scott. Where is it? Where is Is Omar Ashik still on, on the Pelicans? He's got to be uh, in that deal, right? Omar, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, you can't have LeBron and Drew Holiday. I imagine, like... All of this is is LeBron opting into his deal for one season and being Why traded. Why did you have him with Holiday? There's a lot of money. You're over the cap. You no, got to no, let no, Boogie no. Cousins fig- walk, I got, I got don't you? All, I got it all figured out. That's fine. Tell me. Well, we're not going to do it now. We have to tease it for the future. But I will tell you, it was good enough. You know, how Scott, when his show's over, he runs out about as fast as a human being can do. Yeah, because you're coming. He stopped and read it. Oh, did he? Yeah, and he kind of went, hmm. The Pelicans are gaining a little bit of momentum. I still don't see it because if you put LeBron on the Pelicans, that team still isn't as good as Houston in my mind, and Who it's not as good as Golden the Warriors. Who gave Golden State the most problems? Houston. No, the Pelicans gave him a little really? bit. Really? How many games did the, did Without... the Pelicans play? How many games was it? <laughs> they got one. But Hold they, on. No, they no. made them look. On. They made them look. One, two, three, four, five games <laughs> for the Pelicans. How many games did the Rockets make it? Seven games. Yes, but they look, they look good. In five games, not seven. Uh, 
two. I'm telling you, there's some legs to this Pelican thing. I'm not saying there's not, but you said who gave the Warriors <laughs> the hardest road. Come on, Jerry. Come on, i got to make it meaty here, all right? In honor of Christmas tomorrow. We'll talk about that coming up in a minute. All right, the 2026 World Cup has been awarded to... Team United. What the heck is Team United? Aren't we a big enough country that we don't have to team up with Mexico and Canada to win a World Cup? Who did we beat? Well, everybody keeps saying we beat Morocco. Actually, Morocco was kind of like the finalist. Uh, Spain was in the hunt. China was in the hunt. It was like nine countries in the hunt. So apparently now Epcot has a problem. Morocco is going to remove itself from the pavilions. Oh, no. And England, I'm sorry, you, uh, United States, Canada, and Mexico will kind of unite there in the middle of Food and Wine Festival coming up this October. Uh, this is going to be great coming up in 2026 for, for North America. According to the bid, the event would be staged across 16 existing stadiums throughout Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Ten matches in Canada, that's nine too many. Ten in Mexico, that's nine too many. And 60 in the United States, that's 18 too few. There's 24 cities on the hunt. The city of Orlando is one of those cities. Mayor Buddy Dyer joined Scott Inez during his show and talked about it. We're getting it. We're getting a, uh, some games. We're getting some. It's, Are you that confident? I am. I'm very confident. We had confident. five games last time. Yes. And I'm going to tell everybody out there, listen to me. Listen, capiche, listen to me. Look into my radio eyes. That Mexico-Ireland game in 1994 was ridiculous. I've never seen Camping World Stadium, formerly the Citrus Bowl, move. I thought the building, it it was so many people rocking that building, I thought it was Spectrum Stadium. It was that rock. Was it? Yeah, I guess Spectrum's just built. You can get on our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank. For the city of for the sport of soccer in the United States, go ahead and fill in that blank. Three probably won't mean much because guess what? Our team won't probably make it because we suck so bad. The 2018 World Cup starts tomorrow in Russia. Man, you know they're willing to give it to anybody when they're willing to give it to Russia. So, um, are Americans going to pay attention? They just gave it to us. What are you doing? That's the only win the U.S. is going to get in soccer in the next decade. Next eight years? Yeah. You're yeah. right. Is, next is, eight winning, years. is winning the right to well, host. Well, I mean, they're the not cup. in this one. Time, what can I and say? They're not going to be in the next two, I don't so, think. So, you know I have a very limited soccer knowledge in terms of the World Cup. Who do you like in this thing? Um, Germany. You like Germany. I yeah. think Is Germany the, the overall favorite? I think Brazil is. Germany, Brazil... Colombia, I hear, is Belgium. very interesting. Belgium is a surprise. If uh, if Sam Albuquerque's in the building, we'll have him come down. He's our soccer, our resident England's soccer. England's not expert. even on the radar, though they did make. And I saw a great little joke. I know this is not good for radio, but there, there's been a lot of humor right now going on around how bad England's going to get blown out of this thing. Four. Or would you rather get blown out or not be in it? Can we really joke about England? Yeah, but they don't have an NIT. If they had an NIT, the Americans could be, and I probably would be on that fence. Do we need to have a World Cup NIT? No. Just so the Americans have something to play in every no. four years? Four. All right. Fine, you act whatever. like we never get into it. We've made it the last, what, like five or six I World know, Cups. I but I like to be Mr. They, they, Negative. They changed the system for us to be able to make I it, did. and we still found a way to not make it. That's how big of a nightmare this was. Damn Costa Ricans. What's number four? Uh, Tiger Woods has figured out how to get to the U.S. Open. More importantly... He's figured out a place to sleep. Apparently, he tried to make reservations and could not find anything, so he had to bring in a yacht from Florida. Um, the yacht is 33 miles from Shinnecock, and uh, he'll have to make that commute every day. 
Rumor has it he may f- choose to fly via helicopter. Really? Yeah, to the, the Kobe US Bryant Open. Treatment. Yes, that's yes, awesome. Yes. Hey man, when you're Tiger Woods, you land on the 18th green, yo. You you go ahead. I love that. Did you ever make it out the Tavistock Cup when I was still around? No, I didn't. So for 10 years, there oh, was this thing so in Orlando. Great. Tiger lands a plane on the 18th fairway. Where Nona would play Isleworth, like these two fancy neighborhoods in Orlando every year. And they would do a private golf tournament the Monday, Sunday, Monday before Bay Hill. And I've never seen so many damn golfers fly in on helicopters in my entire life. Is that life. right? It was ridiculous. Uh, that would be such an awesome thing to see. Tiger Woods just land, go in. And he's, by the way. I think Tiger wins this weekend. I love Tiger at Shinnecock this weekend. I think he wins this weekend. Five. You have some inside knowledge. We're gonna talk to Tony. We're gonna talk to Tony Austin. A very limited of what I know. I'm not. I'm not (laughs) going to lay out exactly what I know. No, I'm not allowed to share that. But Tony Austin will be with us at seven o'clock. Co-host of Fairways and Greens. You always fish stuff out of me, but I'm never allowed to fish anything out of you. Yeah, my credibility is more important. All right. Um. Apparently now it's official. Seattle is called. UCF East, uh, West. Um, I know that a lot of attention was given to the Golden Knights there for their name similarities with UCF, but really now the Seahawks are really the Golden Knights. Uh, today, a picture was taken with Shaquem Griffin, Shaquille Griffin, and Brandon Marshall doing the whole YMCA, but with UCF. I thought they were doing UCC. No, it was UC. Well, they had their arms it was the a, same way. It was a pathetic F. It was I will not, give you that. Yeah, I give Brandon Marshall an F for that. For oh, that F. I had a better one. What's that? I was going to say, well, that one's pretty good. I was going to say he was so used to getting those at UCF. No, oh, that's not nice. Six. <laughs> Number six trending story in Central Florida. Slow news are, day. Wow. Yeah. Touch on Seattle here. We're touching on soccer for the third time in our top six at six. Orlando that's, City tonight, yes, huh? Yes, that's correct. They will try not to match their winning streak earlier in the year with stri- six straight wins. Now they're on their, their way to six straight losses. This would be five in Montreal as they travel up to our apparent partners in this whole World Cup bid there in Canada. Um, man, this is the saddest. It's just it. Fire Jason Christ, by the way, is trending again. He's going to get some heat. Uh, they need to score first tonight. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, with Jason Christ's offense, you got to score first. You got to get out in front. They need to kind of get the monkey off their back and get out in front and play well. Dom Dwyer travel. Dom Dwyer will play. They need him. When he He's gets on the pitch, though. but when he gets on the pitch, their offense changes for whatever reason. They score at a higher rate when he's on the field, whether he's involved in the play. Or not. That's the Yingling Six Pack. It's our top trending stories from around Orlando. Uh, go ahead, fill in the blank for us. Our Dubs Dread Teed Up question of the night. We're already getting some really good ones on this. 844 225 5580. Text is 21232. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for soccer here in the United States. We'll talk about and that coming up at 6.30. Orlando, if you got something on the O-Town, do that too. Sure, if you want to talk about it here in the city, beautiful, of course, in the United States. Coming up next, the Daily Rewind. We got all kinds of stuff to get here, get to here. Can't wait for it. Live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's Live, Local, and Loud. Welcome back. Live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Hanging out with Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nicky Football. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Go ahead, fill in the blank for us. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank. Do you care? For soccer in the United States. Do I care? Yeah, yeah I do. You do. The, yeah, the parties are going to be incredible. It's going to be great. It was it was ridiculous. When a big-time event comes to town. I had just turned 21. Because Orlando's an really event nice. town. 
Orlando's an event town. It's going to be great for the city of Orlando, yeah. for the economy, yeah. for the United States, and for soccer in this country. Now, how much will it mean for soccer? I think we're going to have we're, we're going to have to kind of dig into that and see. But the United States has eight years to build up momentum in the game of soccer. The U.S. Soccer Federation they got to get their bleep together. Our, like they just fired everybody and brought in new people. Get your stuff together here. Are you 20s or 18s or whatever the heck they were? They just did well. So there's possibility that by yeah, we might actually have some team worth shaking. So I need someone to explain this to me because I've not pretended to be a soccer expert. We're getting a lot of texts about the World Cup, the host company country. Yeah. They get an automatic bid into yeah, the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's three countries really yeah, hosting I don't know this. How the it's Mexico, work. Mexico, the United States, and Canada. So I don't know how the auto quality. Well, Mexico's going to get in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no no sure. worries there. Sure. So I think the only one who probably would get an automatic bid would be Canada because, in fairness, we do have a likely chance that we're going to get We in. have a likely chance in the way the qualification is set up from my very remedial understanding of how this goes, and uh, I I will reach out to some people that know more about this than I do. Like, But a lot of the odds are stacked in the U.S.'s favor to get they them into the World too, Cup. And, but exactly, to get into the World Cup. And There's a, a conspiracy of- theory out there that the U.S. didn't want to make the World Cup for Russia. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I I don't think so. I'm just telling know, you it's out there. I understand. But just like tanking in the NBA, <laughs> players don't tank, and they lost to Trinidad and Tobago. 844-225-5580. Texas 21232. So fill in the blank. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for soccer, the sport of soccer in the United States. Let's go to Fernando in Orlando. Fernando, you're up next. You're on Live Local and Loud. How are you doing tonight, Fernando? Good and you. I'm doing good, man. Waiting for tomorrow to start to work up. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to catching it. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm following the Spain team. Oh uh, well, I mean, Spain, they, they were, they were gonna have, they were gonna have two, two stars in their, in their nest red shirt. What happened? I, I think know. we're losing him. Yeah, I don't know. I think Fernando, we got a bad Fernando, I think there. we lost you. Yeah, Sorry about we're, we're that. We're um, not quite where he was going with Spain I, there. I but. probably got in trouble because you told asked me what the front runners were, and I said Brazil and Germany. Spain should be in there. And Spain's, Spain, Spain's team is worth like how many how many billion dollars? But but I but you know that's just not going to be the case. I mean, uh, Spain is probably the second most preeminent league in the world for soccer, maybe behind the EPL. Some people would argue that it's a better league than the EPL, but the problem is the EPL has more parity, so it's more interesting, so it has more following. But And in Spain, you basically have two countries who win it every year. Mm-hmm. But the nation of Spain, um, I don't think, is going to hold a candle to Germany or Brazil. No, you don't think so? No. Okay. 844-225-5580. Sam Albuquerque Yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk to Sam about this. Uh, as I said, I mean, I have a very limited knowledge about the, the power rankings of soccer in this world. You're going to be soccer smarter in two weeks. Uh, like, you're going to, like, know everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to really kind of kind of get into it. Uh, what do you think this means, though, for the sport of soccer in the United States, Jerry? The World, the world Cup coming to, the, coming to North America, being played 60 of the, what, 60 of the 78 games will be... 60 of the 80 games, excuse me, will be here in the United States. I know 100% what it's going to mean. What is it going to mean? Um, when World Cup came here in 1994, the U.S. national men's team got really, really good in the 2000s. So guess what? When the World Cup comes here in 2026, we're going to be really good at soccer in the 2030s, which I'll be dead and not around to see. You're going to be dead in 12 years? I, I don't know. I'm just. You don't look that old. 
How are you living? Are you sure? 12 years? But um, Well, it won't. the Oof. impact won't be four years fast. You're gonna, it's going to impact when kids make a decision what sport they want to like, play. You could probably like hit the gym a little bit, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, con- I'm, not, I'm concerned, but I'm not that concerned, Jerry. You don't look that bad. You don't Come look on. Like you're, you're not circling the kids drain Kids in 2026 here. in that impressionable age where you start to make the decision of what you're going to do athletically. Mm-hmm. Like the gifted kids, not like you and I. Okay, like talented athletes. Yeah, it's probably eight, ten years out, which means that the U.S. men's team, the under twenties at least, will start to be really talented because they're getting the best talent in the mid two thousand thirties. So if you, so for me, and I, I agree with you. For me, filling in the blank, yeah, the World Cup, the twenty twenty six World Cup being hosted here in North America, it means notoriety. It means a large stage for soccer here in the United States. I mean, once again. It being in your backyard, it being close, and the events going on in some of these cities, it means a lot of notoriety for your sport. So what the U.S. Soccer Federation needs to do, take advantage of the momentum. Understand that in eight years, you're going to have the largest sporting event in the world right in your back door, yeah. in your backyard. Three billion viewers. Take, it, take advantage of it. So yeah. make sure, as we just saw, Team USA missed out on making this World Cup. Make sure all your ducks in a row. Make sure that you're set and ready to go for that World Cup in eight years, and your team get that spare is going to ready. be competitive. Yeah, exactly. Airbnb, man. <laughs> it's gonna be some money. It means it means making some money. I'm gonna go stay with my parents. My I know my sister be... like banked it during like the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. I have friends that live in Tampa, and the Super Bowl comes all the time. They just they they just rent out rooms for like a thousand a night. It's just stupid. Eight four four two two five 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 eight. My couch is available for three hundred. Let's go to John in Orange City. John, you're up next. You're on live, local, and loud. How you doing, John? I'm doing great, guys. Um, I I don't know about this uh, World Cup. Uh, I think it's great for the U.S. to get it. But here's the situation. Um, we we need to start building a program and, and be ready and be strong in, in 2026, not four years after the World Cup gets here. We, we have advance notice right now. We have eight years to get ready for this. And, and honestly, I, I remember in 1996 when it was here, there was a lot of hype going on. I was actually delivering in downtown Orlando. And let me tell you, there wasn't many Americans that are very excited about it. It was all these other countries that they were coming in, the fans were coming in. And I think the World Cup or FIFA, whatever you want to call it, the organizing body, is really trying to help the U.S. market it because this is a lot of viewers that can make a lot of money for them overall if this country gets into soccer. So I think it's a great thing that they got the three countries involved because then it's not as much money for just one country to put up for this. But we, we need to do something now if they want soccer to build. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a big soccer fan. But when it comes to World Cup and U.S. soccer, I watch. Here's the US thing, though, John. Uh, here's the deal. For the three countries, other than additional security, it's not going to be a net loss for us. Oh, no, of course When not. you're Morocco and you have to literally build, what, 19 venues in the middle of a desert then yeah, then that's going to be a cost structure that Morocco would have had to... Mm-hmm. Plus, you're doing, what, World Cup in cities like Fez. But in the United States, I mean, we have all these venues built. The venues are built, and this decision by 
the the. FIFA I mean, I committee. would argue the ones in Mexico are probably the better than anything we have here to, in to, the U.S. We, we can talk about this being a help for soccer and for the decision to put these in North America, really being about helping grow the sport in the United States. I I disagree with that. I don't think it really has to do with building the game whatsoever. It has to do with one thing and one thing only. Okay, and that's money. That's what it's about. It's about the fact that putting these things in North America would produce revenues of $14 billion. And that's what the bid from the North American uh, group had. It was $14 million and could mean as much as $50 million more in distributions to each member nation than if the alternative bid, that would be Morocco, was the one that was chosen. So Who's flying to Morocco? I don't know. I'm the guy. I hear it's nice. Like I, no, it's I don't know. It, it's a beautiful country, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's small. They don't have the infrastructure. No, you're right. You don't have the airports. You're right. You have three major cities. You got what? Marrakesh, uh, Fez, and uh, what's that other one? I don't know. You're the, the Casablanca. You're you're much. You know more the one G- where the guy got on the plane and said, "Baby, something." He doesn't something, get on the plane. Whatever. She gets on. Oh, the plane. she gets on the plane. He okay, says, right. "He says, here's looking at you, kid, <laughs> and play it again, Sam." Yes, I I've seen the. Movie. You don't know the Godfather, but you know Casablanca. Bogey, Bogey's an American treasure. Oh. Anyway, so was it really ever a competition? Did anybody seriously ever think Morocco was going to beat no, us? No, the United this? States was a heavy favorite, but the decision made here is not about growing the they game got of 66 soccer. Sixty-six votes. Okay. That's like Tom Seaver not getting every vote in a first ballot Hall of Fame. I mean, what moron is out there? I mean, is that how many people hate America? There's 66 people out there that just hate America? Texture writes into 21232, we should diversify our 401ks to include Vuvuzela holdings. Those yeah. th- those sales are gonna they're boom. gonna go through the freaking are you roof. in are you in the Vuvuzela business I hated those damn you're things. in a lot of I didn't know about them in 1994 you got your hands in a lot of pots oh, here Jerry God. is there a Vuvuzela pot so I couldn't afford a ticket on the Irish side I'd like back to, in I'd 94. like to invest if you have a hand yes. in that no, I in that pot okay so I couldn't afford a ticket on the Irish side I bought them on the Mexico side apparently Mexicans believe in Zuzulelas more than the Irish did I couldn't hear myself think like I couldn't hear anything in that stadium. Those things are obnoxious. They are. They're very loud. They're very loud and they're very obnoxious. Are they going to allow them here? And they're coming to Orlando. Uh, Absolutely. We'll talk about Orlando's chances in terms of getting a host city. We'll get into heading to Fez. the summer of LeBron, too. Uh, some more stories about LeBron James. Where could he be going? Some other NBA rumors, too. Some very interesting oh, ones man. coming out I today. I got some stuff, too. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. If you still want to get in on the uh, Dubstred Tee It Up question of the night, you can do that. Normally. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for soccer in the United States. It's live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580 Orlando. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. So we figured out the automatic bid situation for the World Cup for those texting and telling us. And what it would take to get Nikki Football to quit. Yeah. Yeah, we figured that out, too. <laughs> Those that are texting in the 21232 that the U.S. is going to get an automatic bid. That has not been decided yet. This report from ESPN, the format for automatic bids for host countries is in transition. So the North American region will get six and a half bids, basically half a bid because one team will play another, whatever. And it hasn't been decided whether all three hosts, the United States, Mexico, and Canada, will get automatic bids. Uh, to the 2026 World Cup. In 2002, when Japan and South Korea co-hosted the event, both teams were given automatic bids. So that kind of But there was no chance either of those teams were going to make it in on their own accord. So maybe they'll look at this and say, okay, we'll Only give... Canada's the one that's going to need help. That might be on the outside yeah, looking in? Yeah. yeah. I mean, statistically, well, we have an 80% chance of getting in. What did we say eight years ago? 
Yeah, well, eh. 80, the I, U.S. I, has probably a four and five chance of getting in. I don't want to sound like Michael Matz from Victory Casino Cruises, but we've got pretty better odds. Mexico, can we just go ahead and say Mexico's in? Yeah. Okay. So the that. only one we really got to worry about is those people with the funny accent who are very polite up north. He's Jerry. I'm Nick. This is Live Local and Loud. Appreciate you tuning in. You want to fill in the blank. North America hosting the 2026 World Cup will mean blank for soccer in the United States. Less hummus. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. Uh, we'll dip into that uh, if you want to. You can't just let me turn the phrase. You can't. Um, I still think that it's going to mean a lot for the United St- for soccer in the United States. It's going to mean a lot for the U.S. Soccer Federation and a lot for the development of the sport in this country. Now, soccer does not. I thought it was interesting. Chase called in during ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez. And uh, Chase is an avid listener, and 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 said this. Thank God you clarified this that. I will thought the be, bank called. No, not Chase Bank. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> Chase said that he felt that this would be a cat. Uh, the the event will act as a catalyst, and I I agree. I We've seen word. the popularity of soccer build in this country, sure. and there have been highs, there have been lows, and if the U.S. Soccer Federation can build some momentum towards the World Cup in 2026, that catalyst can act to catapult the popularity of the sport even further uh, after that. It's not going to make soccer a top three most popular sport in the United States. Football, baseball, and basketball, the NFL, MLB, and NBA are always going to kind of be there, I think, though maybe soccer will push Major League Baseball at some point. The NBA is only getting more popular. So I don't see it jumping past the NBA or the NFL for this time being. But Oh, this is sick. You can, it, it all cycles. Yes, it's cyclical. I mean, come on. I mean, in our lifetime, I wouldn't be surprised if lacrosse is a top five sport. Top five? I, so, so you're top five right now. You I put keep hockey seeing in there. kids. Yeah, a lot of I kids are playing lacrosse. I keep seeing kids playing lacrosse now. But are our best athletes playing lacrosse? Is lacrosse in a situation where it could? It's a Northeast sport. Lacrosse a, is really, it's a really, really a Northeast good basketball sport. player who played at Winter Park. Okay was on the fence about an NBA career or lacrosse. Sure, I, I understand. One of the quarterbacks that played at Lake Brantley was yeah. offered a football scholarship at Navy, and instead he went to go play lacrosse. If Jim Brown somewhere. played his favorite sport. Is it Jared Bernhardt? I think it was a kid's name. If yeah. Jim Brown played his favorite sport, do we look at, I mean, is the success of the NFL the same? Because Jim Brown was, what, an early Michael Jordan for the NFL, right? Yeah. What was his other sport? I don't know. Lacrosse. It was? Yeah. We would have, He's in the lacrosse Hall of Fame. We would have never, we would have never remembered him. It's just not a popular <laughs> sport. It's just not a popular sport here in the United States. One man doesn't change the popularity of a single sport. He doesn't. You're a Jordan fan. I Are you know, serious? You say that fine, with a straight face? But Jordan built the popularity of the NBA off the backs of guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like Larry Bird, like Magic Johnson. Jordan didn't do it on his own, and LeBron picked it up from there. The NBA is is insanely more popular now than it was during Jordan days in 1998, but that doesn't make him Before any less Jordan, the, the NBA and the NHL were even. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. They because were most of the populace in the U.S. was up north. Okay. This whole southern belt, you know, move sun belt thing happened after Jordan. I mean, the, the population growth in Texas, California, the southeast, North Carolina, and Florida all happened. Since the year 2000, that's what you're saying, the last 18 years? Look at the growth. I, I've, Florida I've, went from what? The seventh most populous state in the 80s to the third most populous state in the last three years. Mm. 
There's been a massive migration from the north to the south. That's fine. It's but hard you, to play hockey in the south. But but it, oh, very difficult. But and as someone from the north, I'm 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 from Chicago, and I know you're. I mean, you're you're from here, but you've lived yeah. up in the northeast. And I love hockey. We both we both grew up kind of playing hockey. I played yeah. roller hockey with friends. I didn't play a lot of ice hockey. I wasn't tough enough for it. But I I just to you can't look at the NBA's popularity and say. All of this is due to one man. For as much as a Jordan honk as I am, and I would love to give this to the jump man, those guys have built it off of the backs of each other. Heck, Jordan went away, the popularity dwindled a bit, but then guys like Shaq and Kobe and Duncan and LeBron picked it up from there. So uh, the NBA, you could say the NBA would not be the NBA what it is right now if it weren't for actually Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, they saved the league. When Larry Bird and Magic Johnson came into the NBA, that's still the, NBA, the 80s. The, that's so fine. fine, but you said Jordan. Well, I think Jordan took it to the next level. Hey, I'm sorry. I got confused when you said Jordan, and I didn't think Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, but those guys <laughs> added a pizzazz. They added a, a personality level to the NBA that it didn't have before, and the NBA kind of marketed around Bird and Magic. During that era, you had Gretzky. Okay. At that time, the NHL and the NBA were on. But, but I'm not. I'm not talking about the NHL here. I'm talking about the popularity of a sport when it comes to one man. One man cannot put an entire sport on his back and have that sport it's after happened time and time again. After he leaves, the sport continuing in popularity. I get, have you not met Tiger Woods? No, no. I I get that. But Tiger leaves, the popularity goes back down. Tiger Woods but comes still, back. Still okay. It's fine. I'll agree with you. But Tiger still has made the sport if Tiger more never, popular now than it did before. If Tiger Woods never appeared in another golf match, okay, and we're going to talk to Tony Austin at seven o'clock, okay, uh, about the U.S. Open. If Tiger all of a sudden just got up and retired, and the sport did not have another transcendent guy or more talented players come through. Eventually, golf would would sink out of the popularity even where it is now. So fine, congratulations. After Magic Johnson, we had Michael Jordan. After Michael Jordan, we had Kobe Bryant and Shaq. And Duncan. after don't uh, leave out Duncan. No, Very Duncan important. didn't increase the popularity. Very important, of the NBA. Tim Duncan. He did not increase. Sorry, Cece. Did not increase the. Uh, didn't increase the crap. By the way, that was a great tweet by. Um, boy, he's an angry man. When did the Black Mamba become so angry? Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, the day he was born? I yeah, don't know. my God. We had to get past the Spurs like every freaking year. And we had da-da-da. Boy, he really hates LeBron. When we were talking about who it's, hates LeBron, it's, it's, he may be the captain of the make, team. It's making me question the chances of the LA Lakers that if Kobe Bryant is in the decision-maker's room and they really do care about his opinion, and he's sitting there saying, oh, wait a minute, like LeBron and championships, man. Like He's not winning a ton of titles. And he's, <laughs> he's worried about his legacy when it comes yeah. to LeBron. Maybe he ends up going elsewhere. I don't know. If you're the Lakers, you're you're saying, like, Kobe, man, shut the hell up. Wouldn't you rather have, Le- if LeBron's your threat, wouldn't you rather have him in your house so you can screw it up for him? I don't, like, I don't know how much power Kobe really has. I mean, publicly, though, kind of the whole championships thing is kind of, that's. I think it's a bad look for Kobe. I think it is. He's I looked mean, horrible this past well, week and a half. He's always kind of, I mean, that's that's the that's the thing he's playing now. It's kind of the, I'm the the old jaded man. I don't know. How do we end up on Kobe? That was my fault. I know it is. Um, you wouldn't let me talk about Casablanca. I don't care about Casablanca. I don't. Um, so I, I just the way that I look at this though is that the way that the popularity of soccer is going to be is is going to be determined is you have to build up momentum for that sport 
The World Cup is going to have to act as a catalyst for that. And most importantly, they're going to need some talented American-born players that play well in the World Cup but also stay here home in the MLS. Is it the, the third MLS. sport by 2030? No, it's not. In 12 years? Yes. No, that's not enough time. Sport. No, it's not enough time. I don't think so. It's kind of a generation. Get get to... I know. I mean, like, if we're talking like around 2050. What's a generation of athletes? 12 years? 12 to 15, sure. Okay. That sounds about right. So? I don't think so. I don't because I still think the best athletes will end up here in the United States going to play basketball where there's big money, going to play yeah, football Yeah, but you have to be a money. freak of nature to play those two sports. You do. The only sports you don't have to be you a freak of nature for is baseball. You have to be a freak of nature to play soccer. You got to be fast. You got to be built in order to battle for the ball. I mean, you have to have good footwork. I mean, Not like basketball. You kinda, no, of course not. But I mean, you kind of have to be a freak in that sport too. I mean, half the guys on a football field have to be freaks. I'd say all 11 of them, man. No, like the... All right, whatever. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. Who do we have coming up next here? Oh, we got Jim Flanagan calling in. Um, I've got some interesting things I want to talk to him about. And we're going to talk about the 25th anniversary of our good friends at Christner Steakhouse. Tomorrow, if you join me, that's why I'm not going to be at Twin Peaks tomorrow. If you join me over at Christner's for the best steak dinner in all of Central Florida, all of the money will go to charity. We'll talk about that and more right here on Live Local and Loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Tony Austin right around the corner, co-host of Fairways and Greens. We'll talk Tiger. We'll talk U.S. Open, who he likes to win at Shinnecock this weekend. I think Tiger is going to be really good. I, If I had to go to Victory Casino Cruises, or if I do go to Victory Casino Cruises and put my money down, I'm putting my money on Tiger Woods. Uh, he's... The odds, if you take a look at Tiger at Shinnecock this weekend, Tiger, I think he's fifth or sixth best odds. He's plus 1,600. I think Tiger is going to putt well. I think Tiger is going to hit the ball well off the tee. Uh, he's he's. This is the first U.S. Open he's playing since 2015. I think he's going to be ripping and roaring and ready to go. He's focused. I think that he's put his game together over the last three or four tournaments or so, and he's not been able to put it all together at the same time. But I like Tiger Woods a whole lot uh, this weekend at Shinnecock. We'll talk with Tony Austin coming up at 7 o'clock. He's also the director of golf at Rio Pinar. 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. That is 21232 here on ESPN 580 Orlando. Do not forget Thursday on Golik and Wingo. They get you ready. The World Cup 2018 is here. Guy get the guys get you ready for football's biggest prize. It'd be football's biggest prize. Uh, six to ten a.m. here on ESPN five eighty Orlando. Don't forget, I will be down at Twin Peaks tomorrow in Lake Buena Vista, just off five thirty-five. Come on, hang out from uh, four o'clock to uh, four o'clock to eight o'clock. We will be there down at Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's bikini day too. Oh, week. Is it? you're there on the last day. Yeah, there we go. How about that? But you know. Um, again, if you guys want to go out and support Aspire tomorrow, they're a partner of us. Um, you can do so at Christner's tomorrow. If you can get a reservation um, at Christner's Steakhouse. One of the things you and I talked about tonight was the effect that World Cup's going to have on not only uh, the United States, but in Central Florida. And uh, Flanagan, who's been a trainer here in Central Florida his entire life, um, opened the first Nautilus in the history of Orlando over on Corrine Drive back in 
I want to say the 70s or 80s. I'm probably going to get in trouble for that. And former business partner of Tracy Dent, who actually opened the Track Shack in Orlando, what, 40 years ago, is on the line with us. Jim, are you there? I'm here. Um, Jim, I wanted to talk to you. We were kind of talking about World Cup coming here in 2026 and what sort of an effect that's going to have on soccer in America. Um, I think it's going to have enough of an impact that it could move it into the conversation of a top four sport in or in in the U.S. Maybe surpassing hockey. Um, what is your what What do you think? You were here in '94 when Orlando hosted. Um, the World Cup last time around, you probably saw what I saw, which was a lot of youth now moving to play soccer. That's when the term soccer mom kind of became popularity here in the United States. Um, what sort of impact do you think World Cup's going to have in 2026? Well, anytime you have a major sporting event at that level, that's a worldwide deal. It's going to be broadcast all over the world. It has a, a great impact on everybody, uh, directly and indirectly. Uh, the economy, obviously, uh, the tourism, uh, the the competition so it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's a big thing it's uh it's a very growing sport and uh, the athletes are very highly skilled and very conditioned for what they do um uh, a lot of news uh, was directed towards otani over the last two months as he came here into the united states after the award-winning bid by the los angeles angels to get him from japan uh paying more money to get his rights just for their uh, ability to negotiate a salary with him going forward. The news broke this week. Everybody kind of thought it was going to go that he was going to have to be shut down for Tommy John surgery. Now it looks like a man who has the ability to both hit and pitch like Babe Ruth did all those years ago um, will be shut down and will not be able to partake um, in Major League Baseball for at least two years. Um, a lot of people are blaming overtraining in his youth, and I know this is something you've been dealing with uh, in your career path as well. How do we well, address this going forward? Well, it's it's overwhelming. Uh, today, unfortunately, a, a young person coming up in the athletic field, uh, whatever sport it may be, number one, they grossly overpractice, they grossly overtrain, and you've got competition almost year-round in a lot of these sports. You've got fall ball, travel summer ball. And when I was growing up, you know, the athlete, uh, you played all the sports. You, got to, you, you played. You, you, you developed your skills, and you had some structure. But athletes at that level, as they get each phase, they go up to a high comp competitive level. They uh, kind of weed themselves out because only a few make it. And those people have certain skills and certain traits that you can't teach. They have just certain abilities they're born with. And that's just God-given. I, I mean, I'm just telling you the facts. But everybody wants to be at that level, and it's not going to happen. But people are making money on these different ball team, travel ball, this and that. And the kid, by the time you get to be an adult, you're worn out and burned out. And uh, a lot of them just give up. But... Uh, uh, there's a lot of debate on that, but I've been in the field a long time. I'm a physical educator first, a teacher, and I've got to coach a lot of people in the fitness side, and a lot of things they're doing today with uh, athletic training and personal fitness are just uh, sometimes extremely dangerous and a waste of time and, and worthless, but some things are good. But overall, we're over-exercising. More is better when, in fact, it's not. Okay, and that's a whole other thing. And for we anybody who's ever been to Christner's and has run into Jim Flanagan, hearing him use the word over-exercise 
By the way, can I use that from now on? Nikki football sure. gives me a hard time, so you're not allowed to use over exercise, Jerry. That's there. You're not. That's how about you? Can you try exercise first? How about that? All right, Jim. I'm going to be out there, Christmas tomorrow. Orlando's best steakhouse, right there on Lee Road, just west of Interstate Four. I don't know if you're actually going to be there tomorrow. I hope to see you. It's the 25th anniversary, the silver anniversary for our friends at Christmas. That's a big deal. If any restaurant reaches 25 years, um, all the money goes to charity for food sales tomorrow, correct? That all the food proceeds go to charity to Aspire Health Partners. That's correct. Yes, sir. That is a huge thing for the Christner family, Alice and David, and, and all of the family members over there to kind of put aside an entire day's worth of sales to do that. Uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, uh, hey, while I get you out of here, predictions for uh, NFL 2018? I don't have a prediction. I tell you, it's hard to say. I wouldn't. I, I don't know. They're all. All these teams are capable. They got such such talent today. It's just phenomenal what these athletes do today. And uh, it, who knows? I, I don't bet. I know better. <laughs> Jim Flanagan, Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Thanks for coming on with us, Chris. We'll see you. Thank you, Joe. Talk see to you, you soon. I'll tell Tracy Dent you said hi. Thank you so much. Bye now. I have to bring you to Christmas one time just so you can meet him. Oh, the place is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. But then you meet him and you're intimidated. I love what he had to say about specialization in sports. It's this overdone. Is, this is something that nobody talks about enough, the specialization in sports. And a lot of these organizations and a lot of these groups are pushing kids just to play one sport. And a lot of it has to do with wanting a piece of the pie. Wanting, okay, if you're only going to spend, like let's say your budget is 150 250 bucks a month on sports, well, this volleyball club wants all $250. They don't want 200 of it, and then 50 goes to something else, and maybe your kid is more interested in basketball instead of whatever. And there, and and listen, like I mean, there are a lot of organizations. I mean, heck, you and I are headed. We're headed to the AAU, uh, yeah, the AAU event uh, a week from Friday. We're going to be there for volleyball. Uh, they're they're great. They're great, and they they get people that are interested in coming, and 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 that's about it. But there are some organizations. You know that what? Will the AAU you. supports. Yes, multi-sport Multiple athletes. sports, and that they they make the calendar work. But I really thought that one thing that would that would hurt the case of the specialization in sports. What about our buddy Kyler Murray, the quarterback for Oklahoma, yeah, 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 yeah. who has a chance well, to play four point seven million Division One? Yeah, he has he has a uh, four point seven five. Yeah, yeah, he has a, a chance to play Division One football at at Oklahoma to be the starting quarterback, but also drafted ninth overall by the Oakland A's last week. So. Uh, I think that when you look at specialization in sports, look at cases like him. Look at cases like Jameis Winston, who was an elite pitcher for the Florida State Seminoles while he was also playing quarterback there, went number one in the NFL draft, eventually picked football. You don't have to play one sport. You don't. And, and a lot of kids, I think they do get burned out, like Jim was telling us. They, they if you do talk to Corey Kluber, yeah. he attests a lot of his success to the fact that he wasn't pitching at that young. And I think that pitching especially, but I think that you give a kid a break from a sport, uh, he, he learns some other skills, some other abilities that make it, may make him special at that other sport. Maybe his footwork gets a little bit better if he gets into something other than just, I don't know, playing right field or playing shortstop. So I, I, I'm i with Jim there. The specialization thing, that trend in sports, I think is a little low. He harps on it. I mean, it's his, it's his mantra. One guy that did specialize, Tiger yeah. Woods, played a lot of <laughs> golf. He In the U.S. Open this weekend. And maybe weekend. that's why he's having the problems he's having. How will he fare? Tony Austin from Fairways and Greens joins us next here on Live Local and Loud in hour number two.